the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to feel the power. With Hurricane Hotline. You think football is fun? Uh, yes. Live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Very pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Beefo Brady's on Cortez Road. And we'll be talking Manatee Hurricane football for the next hour. Welcome to Hurricane Hotline. We've got John Booth here, as we do every week, and offensive line coach Cody Hughes for his debut on Hurricane Hotline. And we'll uh, we'll talk to Cody shortly. But first and foremost, John, another big district win for the Canes. And, uh, boy, that's the name of the game, win yep. and move on to your next game. Yep, and then we're at the stretch now where we've got uh, – got a, uh, all of our district games right in a row and so it's good to get out to a, a 3-0 start and I uh, thought we we played well and and uh, started out fast which we talk about each and every week is, is coming out fast and finishing the game and and I uh, thought we did a nice job of that this this past Friday it's uh, it's October that means we got baseball playoffs going on here at B so if I get distracted uh, my Cardinals are down four to two and it's getting late <laughs> fifth inning so that's not a good thing. But, uh, hey, we'll try to just focus there on Hurricane go. football and not worry about the Cardinals. Um, it's hard, though, when you grew up as a little toddler. I used to sit in my room up in uh, central Illinois listening to the Cardinal game every night. So, But, hey, uh, it's all good for the Canes, John. And uh, i tell you what, this Palm Harbor team, not a bad team. We talked mm-hmm. about it last week, how they've improved. Uh, a few years ago, they were a playoff team. Right. Uh, they started out this season by beating Eastlake. They only had one loss on the year. So a, a very good win. I, I call it kind of a methodical win, too. Well, it was. And, and uh, you know, they. It, it's, it's weird how this, this playoff stretch could uh, – could play out i mean you look at uh their next game they've got steinbrenner yeah and uh you know if they uh you know knock off a win there potentially could be a three-way tie at second place and 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 uh you never know how it how it's going to end up but uh you know they're playing well i thought they tried to do some different things um offensively that we didn't see a whole lot in the uh, uh on film and um i think because of that you don't get to practice some of those gimmicky type of things if that's not your offense traditionally and so uh, I think it got them out of rhythm and and we were able to capitalize on some short field all right Cody Hughes offensive line coach is our assistant coach this week and Cody welcome to Hurricane Hotline thank you for having me Um, first of all uh, give us a little bit of your background and um, how you ended up at Manatee High School (laughs) I'm a 2005 graduate of Western Kentucky University played football there for five years um, I attended Lakewood Ranch High School. Um, I was a graduate of there. Um, left and went to Kentucky for seven years, came back, spent two years at St. Stephen's High School, and then uh, came over to Manatee. So. 
you got to be happy. The Hilltoppers are rolling. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, that's without Leon Allen, the great back yeah. from Manatee High School, who yeah, got injured earlier in the year. That's a tough situation. But uh, you know, as, is, as is always, the next one steps in, and they keep on rolling. So. And tell, I've read a little bit about your background, uh, Cody. Um, the fact that uh, you actually went up there and walked on, didn't you? And then you became uh, – well, what everybody said, what I read, the best lineman on the team. So t- talk a little bit about the progression there and, uh, you know, how you got into that program and uh, just what happened once you got up there. Um, okay, well, uh, my offensive line coach in high school, Josh Hunter, um, he was coached by Walt Wells at Eastern Kentucky University. Um, got me a preferred walk-on to Western Kentucky at that point. Um, you know, I started my freshman year a little bit, redshirted first year, started – Almost every game the following year earned a scholarship that off season, and then uh, started 32 games straight following that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, now, a- uh, of course, there's ties all over the place with Western Kentucky and Manatee County yeah. because of uh, obviously Willie Taggart being there, and then Leon Allen going up there. So, a lot of ties to that school around here. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you? Uh, were- you were were you there when Willie was there, or was that before Willie got there? Uh, my first two years, Willie Taggart was a assistant, assistant okay. head coach, and he did quarterbacks. Went to Stanford for a couple of years, and my first year of my graduate assistantship with the strength staff, he came back as the head coach. So, I was on staff with him. However, I did strength and conditioning, and he was football. So, okay, so we didn't. And we might mention we we always go into college later, but what a great win for Willie Taggart Absolutely. Uh, that's last right. week. Got a chance to be there. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, and that was over Syracuse, not a bad ball team. You right. Know, if you watch Syracuse play LSU, they played them relatively close. So uh, good for Willie. Um, we're going to talk a little more about the, uh, Cody, about what you're doing with the offensive line as we move along. But, John, let's get back to uh, to Palm Harbor. And w- what have you been feeding KP? Cavius Price lately, because uh, oh my gosh, whatever a, it is, man, we got we we can't quit that. He's a blur yeah, out he's, there. Yeah, he's playing really well, and you know the the uh, it, it was kind of a weird uh, weird dynamic of how the game uh, unfolded. Uh, we uh, after we were doing all of our grading as we were watching our film, um, our offensive starters really only had about twenty five plays, and uh, all five of our uh, skilled guys, uh, Tariq, KP. Uh, Reggie, Lorenz, AJ, uh, all scored a touchdown, yeah. and um, which is a, which is a good thing. Uh, but out of 25 plays, you know, you just you, you don't get a lot of touches, and uh, they they were made it pretty evident that they were going to try to eliminate a lot of the outside game, uh, the perimeter uh, runs, and and trying to get underneath with what they were doing in their their secondary, trying to get underneath some of the the pass game, and so. Um, it limited us a little bit on what we were trying to do, but KP, you know, is just a, a tremendous athlete and um, yeah, had a great kick return, um, threw a, a beautiful pass to Tariq on the uh, the trick play, and, and uh, then we got him in the Wildcat uh, at the early part of the second half to, to get him, just trying to get him some touches and get him the ball. And, and uh, uh, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of opportunities, but the ones he did, uh, he cashed in on. Now, earlier in the season, we saw – some of the Wildcat. We got away from it a little bit, went back to it. He uh, gets a touchdown. So I'm sure that's something we'll be sprinkling in from time to time. Yeah, that's that's something that, um, you know, we, we hadn't necessarily had to do it. And uh, it's, it's a nice change of pace, um, you know, what we've done offensively the, the last few weeks to kind of change the tempo was, was to go a no huddle. And uh, that's worked really well for us. So it was one of those things that we didn't necessarily have to, to throw in a Wildcat um, you know, personnel group and to, to do, you know, a change up. 
Now, his passing statistics, that's the uh, – I'm sure that's what he's bragging about, one for one for 62 there yards. And really the ironic thing is this. Uh, we talked about this on the radio. We've had that play where Cavius actually throws it a couple of times this year, and the receivers have just been wide open. And for whatever reason, we didn't get the completion. Then right. this time, the receiver is fairly well covered. <laughs> KP airs it out. And Tariq Milton jumps up and gets it and well, runs and, for the touchdown. And, and that's what we've kind of said on that is, that, you know, you get out there, uh, you throw it up, give Tariq yeah. a chance, and, and uh, or whoever it might be, we've had Reggie out there as well. And, uh, you know, give him a chance to make a play on it. Tariq did a great job. He actually ripped it from the d- defender's hands and, and shoved him off of it and, and, uh, and, and had a nice run after the catch. So, it was yeah, it was a big play for us. So I guess that's the key. Uh, we got our – our receivers have to be defended on that play. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, we'll get the touchdown. But, you know, it was a game that um, this is our third district win, and we're three for three with running clocks. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a good thing sometimes, but I know it kind of frustrates you, I would think, as a coach, because in that second half, you've already talked about it, the offense just didn't get very many possessions because right. of the running clock, and all of a sudden the game's over. Yeah, I, I think we uh, – Two, two possessions in the second half, um, maybe maybe three. I think we had a short one to, to start where we we ended up punting. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you try to get uh, you try to get some reps, and, and at that point, you try to get some of the younger guys uh, in and, and try to get them some reps as well. But the, the running clock makes it tough, and um, you know, we we felt like we were forced to to still go our no huddle offense, which we don't necessarily want to do at the end of the game, but uh, just to try to maximize the amount of plays and opportunities that they get, um, we kind of went a no huddle. Uh, but, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the, the production that we're, that we're seeing on both sides of the ball and our special teams, and if that means we're running clock, so be it. Uh, Cody Hughes, let's talk a little bit about this offensive line. Uh, Luke Clifton, Seth Walter, Josh Carden, Jake Rogers, and Sam Kuva, a unit where you had quite a few returning starters. Yeah. And it, it seems like they're starting to settle in again. Uh, beginning of the year, um, you know, some issues like you would expect early in the season. But uh, the last several games, I thought they've really started to play as a cohesive unit. Yeah. Do you concur with that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, you know, the, the terminology's changed. A lot of the way the things have done have stayed the same. But the way it's presented has been different. Um, when I originally came in, you know, I, I refined mechanics. I, I worked on more the, the specifics and the details. And because of that, it makes you back off on intensity at times. Um, we finally got to the point where we understand the mechanics well enough to be able to just come off and do what we do. And I think that's that's been the part of it that's, that's made the difference. Right now we're just, you know, doing what's been taught the first couple of weeks and doing it to the best of our ability. So, What, what do you like about these guys? Uh, we, we've always talked about Josh Carton and, and what he's meant to this team. He seems to be the, the leader on and off the field of that offensive line. What do you think about the play of your center? Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to miss him without question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. J- Josh is a uh, he's one of a kind without without question. Um, and I don't really know exactly how we're going to replace him next year, but we'll, we'll find a way. A good kid, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, great, great kid. And uh, what about uh, your, your junior that's in there, Seth Walter? Um, he, he's got nice potential. He's got good height. He's got uh, good size. He's still adding on. And uh, he's a pretty athletic guard, isn't he? Oh, without question. He's got some of the best instincts I've seen. I mean, he, he if I ask him specifically what he's supposed to do on a play, he may not know, but his body just naturally reacts. And, and that's something you can't coach, and that's you know what you look for as a coach. And, of course, your tackles uh, – 
Clifton and Kuva, both seniors. I don't know why I've got Kuva listed as a junior here, but of course he he's a senior, right. and it's good to have a couple of 290-pound uh, tackles. Huh? That's, right. That's right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Now, talk a little bit about your philosophy on the offensive line. Um, you know, some people have. Uh, you know, like to do things a certain way on the offensive line, other people another way. What's your philosophy on the offensive line? You know, I'm a high-intensity guy. You know, I want to do things as hard as possible, and at times technique and mechanics fall apart because of that. But, you know, I think effort's what it's all about on the line inside those trenches. You know, it's all about effort. You know, it's all about digging on, latching on, putting them in the dirt, finishing them, and, and establishing the mentality that, look, this is going to be the whole game. Whether I know what I'm doing, it doesn't matter. I am going to attack you, you know? Going to viciously John, what do you think about? I mean, what has Cody brought? It a little more toughness to the offense. Well, I, I think that um, the the one thing that uh, really stood out to me when when we brought Cody in was was his attention to detail. We talked about mechanics and and fundamentals and footwork and um, you know really making sure that we had that and, and as you back off on that intensity to really try to teach that. Now we're kind of really seeing the the two kind of blend together we're seeing the, the the proper fundamentals and footwork and technique with some of the aggression as well and, and it's starting to really uh really come together and and uh at this point you know that's that's what you're hoping for you're hoping to get better each and every week and, and cody does a great job of staying on top of those guys and um you know not l allowing them to settle uh, you know settle for anything that, that less than perfect well, much like you, John, having to step in for uh, Joe Cadan, who obviously mm -hmm. is a legend, has the mm -hmm. field named after him. Cody had to step in for Steve Peebles, who had been on the staff Absolutely. forever and ever and ever. And yep. uh, that's not an easy thing to do. No, and he's, he coached a lot of great offensive lines and, and um, you know, is just very well respected in the coaching community. And he, he's done a great job for, for a number of years. And so, um, yeah, no, Cody had some big shoes to fill as well, and he's done a great job at doing that. All right, we're going to take our first time out of the night. When we return, we'll visit with our offensive and defensive players of the game. You're listening to Hurricane Hotline live from Beef O'Brady. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end. Depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 
C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. Did you know that Sleep King Sarasota has the best selection of Nassau memory foam and latex mattresses? Sleep on luxury with the new Simmons Beautyrest, full or queen size, only $4.99. That's right, just $499. Buy a mattress today, sleep on it tonight. Free same-day delivery, even if we have to carry it on our backs. Only at Sleep King, 1901 Hanson Street in Sarasota. Or online at sleepking.net. That's sleepking.net. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75 southbound, fairly heavy approach in Laurel Road due to an earlier crash in that area. This update brought to you by Britain's Carpet One Floor and Home at Venice, the DeSoto Bridge. In pretty good shape now as you make your way across the Manatee River. Uh, State Road 70 eastbound, seeing a little bit of a slow ride there, approaching Lakewood Ranch and Manatee Avenue eastbound. An earlier crash at 57th Street East still causing some delays. Tamiami Trail northbound, a slow ride approaching University Parkway. Britain's Carpet One, Florida Home in Venice, your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home, and that includes carpet, tile, laminates, and more. One-on-one service, 50 years in the area, 1190 East Venice Avenue. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads it for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beefo Brady's 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Presto and coach John Booth. All right, Cardinals making a little surge here. First and second, nobody out. Sixth inning. Trailing 4-2 to two in an elimination game to the Cubbies. Uh, you, you have to understand, when you grow up in central Illinois, halfway in between Chicago St. Louis, you're either mm-hmm. one or the other. Right. And if you are a Cub fan, you hate the Cardinals. And if you're a Cardinal fan, you hate the Cubs. So I'm a Cardinal fan, so it goes without saying I'm not a big uh, Cub man. And Joe Madden, you know. Yeah, he's very good at what he does, but it's a little annoying to see him up there now. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's see if we can pull it out. It may just be the Cubs' year, you know, early, really, because nobody thought they would make uh, this kind of surge. I don't think. All right, let's. Uh, where'd Gene go? We're going to get the players of the game, and first, let's give you the. Uh, I got I got a great trivia question too, by the way, tonight. But first, let's go over the district. Six standings in 8A. The Hurricanes sit on top at 3-0. and Like we said, we've had three wins. They've all been a running clock. 
Uh, no pressure to keep that up Friday against Riverview. But uh, Steinbrenner at 3-1, and one, I still think um, the games I've seen, they appear to be the second-best team. But it, Riverview down there scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll, we'll talk more about that as we move along. Uh, Riverview is 2-1. and one. That's the Riverview from Sarasota. Palm Harbor 2-2. Two and two. Alonzo 1-2. and two. Newsom 1-3. and three. And Riverview, Riverview is 0-3. So that's kind of how it all sets up with uh, this big game for the Hurricanes playing uh, a really a rivalry for a long time, Sarasota Riverview. Yep. Uh, John, what do you, I mean, it, it's all set up. You just, you know, you keep winning, and obviously well, you'll yeah, be district and, champs. And that's the thing. That's what we're, we're stressing to our guys is, is we've got to take care of what we can take care of, and that's how we play and how we prepare. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, with the district being as big as it is, uh, we still have a we still have a few weeks left before this whole thing kind of pans itself out. But uh, you know, if we continue to play like we have been and prepare as we have been, um, you know, I like I like our chances. Yeah, no, uh, that's why this uh, game against Riverview because they are at two and one. That's, so right. that's a huge game. Say uh, Riverview, of course, looking for the upset that would put them and us at three and one, but they get the tiebreaker. Correct. So that's why. Yeah, this is such a huge game. Um, we're going to go to uh, Gene Brown now. Matt Kissel and Cavius Price, our offensive and defensive player of the game. And uh, we'll take it away with, let's go to Matt Kissel first, Gene. All right, thank you, Dave. Well, Matt, congratulations. We were kind of talking about you. When's going to be your turn to get here? We're glad you're here. Yeah, thank you. I'm just honored to be here. Um, coming in this year, obviously, defense, you know, being a first-year starter, coming in after a great spring game. I mean, you really did a great job in that, coming in, learning this defense and kind of going through um what has has kind of been one of the big highlights for you at linebacker this year and really changing kind of making it tough out there because manatees had some great linebackers over there and you're following right in their footsteps uh i'm just uh i'm just trying to set my high goals for myself and i mean you set high goals you you try to do better so yeah Yeah, well coming in and, and would you uh you know we know some of the times during the year we've played some good passing teams and and uh, it's been a little tough at times when they've got some big yardage but we haven't broke we've bent a little bit not broke and coming in you know um, the rivalries we played early with Palmetto you're talking about that earlier and that was a fun game would you rather have a game like that against Palmetto or the last three weeks where we kind of get a running clock Uh, personally I love those close games you know it just it keeps you going like high your heart's just beating. It's just fun to play a game like that and always being. It's just fun. Right. Well, watching you on the sidelines, it's definitely fun seeing, especially into the third quarter, getting into the fourth quarter. You don't uh, leave anything out on the field. Everything is just your energy's gone and you're soaking wet. So keep up the good work and uh, keep fighting through this and let's get us uh, get in the playoffs and have a good run. Uh, thank you. I plan to, uh, and I'd, I'd like to say a happy birthday to my mother. It's her birthday today, so I just have to say that happy birthday. All right. Good job. Happy birthday, Mom. She's 29 again. Yeah. Um, hey, Kissel had a great game. Uh, Matt had uh, eight solo tackles, three assists uh, for 11 tackles on the night. Yeah, he's done. A, he's done a great job this season, and, and you know Matt's been kind of banged up. He got a, a shoulder, had some some ankles, and, and just kind of. Battling through a lot of injuries, but, uh, you know, nevertheless, he's been a constant uh, force for us up in there in the middle, and, and he's just doing a nice job this season. 
Now we got Cavius Price, who basically scored about every way you could score yep. the other night. And uh, we've got a, a clip from uh, one of Cavius's touchdowns. Uh, let's run that. Takes the snap. He fakes, and he will run right up the middle. KP breaks a tackle, trying to get to the outside. He's to the 45, the 40. KP to the 30. KP to the 20. KP to the 10. KP to the 5. KP is in the end zone for a touchdown. <laughs> He's amazing, guys. Eddie Mulock joining me there uh, for the uh, commentary. And what, what else can you say? He's amazing, right? Yeah, uh, that was a terrific run. That was a run. great run. I don't know how he, you know, we're, that was on the far side of the press box. That was right in front of you guys. I, I don't know how he, he got through all that traffic. Yeah, I'm not quite <laughs> sure either. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he made a couple guys miss. And, and, and really, probably from the maybe 10 and in, was, was kind of toe-tapping the uh, the sideline there, bouncing on one foot, made a, made a great uh, great finish to that run well let's ask kp how he got through there all right kp welcome back and uh congratulations again and, and obviously you've got a lot of press this week on scoring so many different ways um, we're trying to figure out another way you can come up and score maybe they'll let, they'll let you play on defense and get a scoop and score or a pick six. Oh, for sure <laughs> all right um I know you're kind of, I saw a little frustration at the first half of the game because they really did a good job of taking you away and that's that's actually a testament to how good you are. So you get you sometimes you got to be patient and and I know uh, one time AJ pulled the ball and you were thinking uh, leave it to me but but you know he did the right thing there so that's sometimes you got to be that as far as a team as I know you are it's all about that but when you got your opportunities you did a great job at coming through and you knew you were going to get a few touches so you had to take it all the way. Um, explain to us, and I mean, I see it on the sidelines, but when you get a corner and you're going around the edge, what happens is you are doing such a great job at setting them up to like you're going to cut back and then you hit the sideline. So kind of walk us through one of those plays where you're going and all of a sudden you kind of give them that toe tap, as Coach said, and then coming through it. Uh, first, I just want to give credit to my guys on the perimeter. You know, they set it up great. You know, without them, you know, the play probably wouldn't even uh, go that far. So, you know, uh, you know, just try to set them up with a block. And, you know, like I said, my guys do a great job blocking and just set them up, you know, press them a little bit, you know, cut left or right, whatever my blocker gives me. And you just take advantage and hit it. That's pretty much it. On the uh, the kickoff return, you know, it was a little short kickoff. And, again, there that's another testament to as good as you are. They do not want to kick it deep to you. When you came around kind of all the way across the field and then kind of cut back, um, the blockers have set it up real well. And that's a lot of our defensive players when you go through it. So they've done a good job for you. Um, probably just thinking back, having a little fun, what's the, the, you know, throwing a touchdown pass, taking a handoff, or a kind of a kickoff return going through? Uh, I would say the pass, you know, uh, that was some Auburn type. That was an Auburn type play right there. I, you know, a little luck with it. But, you know, I think my uh, receiver, I gave him a good opportunity uh, to high point the ball, and he did just that with aggressive catch and broke a tackle, and he made the rest hissing. Right. Well, what's going to happen with that now is more teams are probably going to come up on you a little quicker, so then the pass will be open maybe like it was early on because if you keep doing that. But keep up the good work, and we'll welcome you back anytime. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. And uh, since that was uh, KP's favorite, that long touchdown pass, let's uh, – Let's see how it was on the radio, or let's listen to how it was on the radio. Here we go. They're going to give it to KP. KP wants to throw. He wants to throw long. He hangs it up, and it is caught. 
at the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. Oh, my Amazing. God. Tariq Milton went up and got it, and it's a touchdown for the Hurricanes. Oh, my goodness. That was beautiful. All right. Yes, it was a thing of beauty. As uh, Tariq Milton went way up there, he's listed at what? 5'10", 5'11", but he went way up there. Yeah, yeah he's got uh, he's got a good vertical jump. And, uh, Cody, we got to give a shout-out to the O-line because uh, plays like that uh, take a little time to develop, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you got to keep those defenders away from the backfield. You know, by no means do we do it for the glory. It's, it's all there. So. <laughs> Spoken like a true offensive line. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Yep. Uh, but, uh, John, you know, as you look at, uh, you know, how this season – is kind of evolving. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts? Because early on in the season, uh, we played such a tough schedule. We know it would prepare us for the district. Is it playing out about the way you envisioned it to play out? Yeah, I, I think so. I, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, looking back, I think there's a lot of plays we left on the field. I think a lot of mistakes that we had, some turnovers early in the season. I think we're doing a much better job uh, now with protecting the football, giving ourselves a chance to to move the ball and put some points on the board, and, and uh, you know because of that we are putting some points on the board. So um, when we schedule the way we do, we try to, to front load uh, with some with some tough teams early, and uh, in hopes that it prepares us for for the uh, district play, and, and uh, certainly is doing that this year. Well, being in such a big district, again, um, you know, it's just different. It's different than last year, different from years past. And uh, one thing that uh, isn't different from years past, Riverview. Yep. Riverview used to be in our district a long time ago now. Were they in when you were playing for, for Manatee? I can't remember if they were I at that point or not. Don't. Uh, I don't think they were because we had we were a lot of. I think that was earlier than that. We had Durant. Yeah. We had some. McClant City was in in our uh, district at that time. Now, they've kind of turned their season around, John. In the last two games, I was reading some uh, quotes from uh, Todd Johnson, their coach down there, and he was just saying, hey, it's it's a difference of night and day how we played the last couple of games. Yeah, they've, uh, they're on a nice nice little run right now, and, and uh, you know, they, they've got some talented kids over there. And, um, you know, you look at it and say if they can just get it together, uh, they'll be a pretty tough team, and, and it looks like they are right now. They've got some athletic kids, and, uh, Todd's a good coach, and, and uh, he'll have them ready this week. Yeah, and of course, uh, Todd Johnson replaced uh, a, a legend down there, much like you did up mm-hmm. here in John Sprague, and it's taken him a few years to get it going, but uh, he, he is a good guy and a, obviously a pretty good coach, but, you know, you got to have the talent. Yeah, and, and, you know, they actually, their running back from last year was uh, – was on uh, the field for Michigan. Yeah, pretty darn uh, good. You know, yeah. uh, this past yeah, this past weekend. And so they've they've got some talented kids. Uh, they play tough. They play you know physical and and uh, you know like I said, we, there there's no easy week, and we're, we're gonna have to be prepared ourselves. Cody, what do you see from them on tape as far as their defense goes? They seem to really get after the football. Yeah, yeah, they do. You know, they they play upfield well. Um, not a lot of uh, angles and slants and in, in games inside. They play their gap and they they do what they're supposed to do and they do it well. They don't try to trick you. They just try to outplay us. So it's it's uh it's going to be a hard fought game. It's going to be hard nosed banging heads. So, John, what about uh, what they do offensively? Um, you know, they like to spread it out. It's not the old. It's it's not your father's right. review team or your grandfather's review right. Team. Yeah, they, they they like to spread it out. They'll see you'll see a lot of similarity in what we do offensively to what they're going to do as well. They they run the jet sweep and 
um, run the zone reads and, and bubbles and, and uh, uh, you know. So, yeah, what the, the nice thing is our defense sees that every single day in practice. So and they've seen it for a lot of weeks. So uh, hopefully we'll be prepared for that. All right, we're going to take our uh, last time out of the night. And when we come back, we're going to have the trivia question. I think you'll like this trivia question. We'll throw it out when we come back. We're live from Beefo Brady's. We'll be back with more Hurricane Hotline right after this. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. I'm Chuck England with this week's WLSS Entertainment Calendar for the Sun Coast. Support your local high school by attending its football game Friday evening. Kickoff for most games is 7.30 p.m. Check your local newspaper for games and locations. Enjoy the 9th Annual Hungarian Festival featuring concerts, dance, a magic show, and family fun. Saturday and Sunday afternoons at the Sarasota County Fairgrounds off Fruitville near Ringling, Sarasota. Veteran movie actor and stand-up comic Jamie Kennedy touches all the genres of comedy, animation, reality, horror, and others, Wednesday through Sunday on stage at McCurdy's Comedy Theater. McCurdy's is half a block west of 301 on Ringling, downtown Sarasota. Laugh your way through the comedy musical Church Basement Ladies as they poke fun at the stereotypes. It's the current stage fair at Venice Theater on Tampa Avenue, downtown Venice. Those are just some of the fun things to see and do this week on the Sun Coast. Update your entertainment calendar each week right here on WLSS AM 930, The Answer.
AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75 southbound, an earlier crash before Laurel Road still has southbound fairly heavy approach in that. This update brought to you by Auto Glass America to Soto Bridge, a smooth ride across the Manatee River. 301 and 41, both in pretty good shape between Bradenton and Sarasota, Manatee Avenue, 53rd, University Parkway, all trouble-free. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's not looking too bad, and in Venice, Tamiami Trail, Venice Avenue, and Jack Randall Boulevard all moving well. If you have a damaged windshield and full insurance coverage, Auto Glass America installs a new one for free and buys back your old one for up to $100 on the spot. 81396-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, they will buy it back. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads it for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beefo Brady's 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Presto and coach John Booth. All right, welcome back, everyone, to Hurricane Hotline. It's a beautiful Tuesday evening. And, John, how has practice gone this week? Um, you got a little bit of relief from the heat, at least yep. the humidity. Yeah, it seems a little bit cooler out there. Had a, had a nice day on Monday. Uh, today, eh, we've had better. So we've got we to pick it up a little bit tomorrow and finish off the week. Now, let's, uh, let's move to our trivia question tonight. I think you'll like this one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can answer it here by raising your hand, or you can just call our local line, 955-0930, 930 and, you know, it's been uh, kind of a tumultuous week if you're a Florida Gator, and I am. My kids are at school there now. My wife is a graduate. So, yeah, we're all, we're all tied into UF. And uh, first we get the news on our quarterback, of course, uh, Will Greer. He'll be out for an extended period of time. Then today we, we find out, actually last night, that uh, our former coach, Steve Spurrier, has decided to step down. And uh, kind of a shock, really. Uh, one of my favorite all-time coaches. And the trivia question, you know, he has a lot of ties to Manatee High School. Steve Spurrier does. He has signed a number of hurricanes over the years while coaching at Florida and South Carolina. So the trivia question is, I counted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and I'm probably missing some. All I need are three hurricanes that Steve Spurrier signed while either at Florida or South Carolina. If you know, uh, and there were a ton back in the 90s, a ton back in the 90s. And uh, one is uh, working at the sheriff's office now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll give you a little hint on that one. So uh, if you know, raise your hand. Look at KP, man. I think KP might know this one. You know, he's sly over there. Didn't he win last week? Yeah, he did. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Anybody? Anybody? All right, Gene? All right. Uh, can I can I answer? No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's KP. Give us a couple. Yeah. A Sanders is one. Yep. You got that. You got to go way back, KP. A couple of running backs, fullback and a tailback. Maybe they didn't play tailback there, but that'll give you a clue. All right. We got one. Let's see if anybody could come up with uh, a couple more out there. Again, you got to think 90s, people. Yeah. You got to go back uh, 
to late 80s and 90s. And um, let me see what we have here. We have uh, a running back who ended up as the starting linebacker. We've got two fullbacks who were the starting fullbacks at UF. That's back when, uh, you know, Spurrier ran a lot of eye formation with a fullback. Uh, the one offensive line, two offensive linemen. You already got A. Sanders. And a kicker and a punter. Okay? And that should be an easy one right there. So if you know, uh, you can give us a call, 955-0930, or just raise your hand. So, um, man, were you, were you a little surprised uh, that Spurrier kind of yeah. just said, uh, I've had enough? And I hadn't, you know, they're not playing particularly well, and I wonder if that had something to, to do with it. But, um, yeah, you, you'd think that he might finish out the, the season before he hung it up. But, uh Certainly a great coach, great legacy, and, and uh, he's going to be missed in college football. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and I, I've got so many Spurrier stories. Oh, my gosh. I, we could spend a whole show with uh, Spurrier <laughs> stories. Uh, but the, the thing is, I think he wanted to leave after last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just felt, you know, like I, I guess, you know, you kind of get it in your gut when mm-hmm. maybe it's time. Well, he was talked out of it by a lot yeah. of people um, at South Carolina. So he came back and, and – you know, I think he, you know, was preseason saying, hey, we got it, this, we'll be here for three or four more years, which he has to say, obviously, yeah. for recruiting. Then, you know, the season just started, and he just wasn't he yeah. wasn't in it. He wasn't there. And he made a comment that he thinks that this gives South Carolina the best chance. He mm-hmm. just said that, you know, I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing my job. Yeah. Well, and that, that shows that he, he actually does care about the kids and the program and, and kind of a legacy that he's going to leave there. And, uh you, know, you hope they, they are able to rebound and, and continue to finish out this season on a high note. All right. Uh, Robbie, go ahead. No, it's Tom, your old neighbor, Dave. Tom, how's it going, Tom? No, I'm just fixing How's the old neighborhood? I'm just fixing stuff, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, you got really- uh, you already you already said Ace Sanders. Right. Okay. And then you got Robbie Stevenson and yep. you got uh, Rod Frazier. Yep. Okay, that's three. That's three, man. You know what? We're going to get you some wings, and I know where you live, so I'll deliver. <laughs> I'm not the wings, but I'll deliver you the certificate for the wings. All right, okay. buddy. All right. Hey, good talking to you, Tom. You take care. Thanks for listening. Man, what a great guy Tom is. He is a huge Manatee fan. Lives uh, uh, over in northwest Bradenton. And, uh, John, it's, it's just an example of a lot of the fans we have. I mean, Oh, yeah. You know, he, he lived across the street from me uh, where I used to live. And, uh, boy, he loved talking hurricane football. Absolutely. That's what makes this this uh, community so special and really unique to a lot of uh, for high school football is, is the support and, and, and love for, for this football team. All right, here we go. Here's the list, the list that I have. This is an unofficial list, and if you know anybody else, chime in. Kevin Kiki Freeman, outstanding running back for the 1989 state championship Hurricanes, went on to be the starting linebacker for the Gators. Chris Bilkey, the fullback with Kiki Freeman. What a one-two punch those guys were. John, you were probably about seven, eight years old maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you remember coming to any games back then? Uh, I remember the Tommy Frazier era. Okay, so just after that. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't sign Tommy Frazier, but uh, Doc Pollard. Tremendous cornerback who went on to play uh, professional baseball. Played with the Pirates for a couple of years. Rod Frazier, uh, 
starting fullback for uh, the Gators, Leon Hires, who actually transferred in to Florida. Offensive lineman and uh, starter at UF. Uh, Robbie Stevenson, of course, the uh, USA Today uh, All-American punter and kicker who won a national championship with Steve Spurrier. Keith McMahon uh, signed at UF. A lot of people forget that. Keith McMahon, uh, you know, went to Florida and then transferred out, but he signed uh, with Spurrier and A. Sanders at South Carolina. And uh, uh, Ben Axon uh, verbally committed and then got into some issues, and I think they uh, went went their separate ways, but he was supposed to go Hmm. to South Carolina. So, Cody, you remember any of those names? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are blasts from the past, but uh, all great players. And, uh, you know, Spurrier, uh, he really tapped into Manatee High School. And, you know, I hope we get that pipeline going again, John, being a Gator. It would be great to to get, uh, you know, I know Coach Rumpf recruits Mm -hmm. this area now. He does, and Callahan. And I know McIlwain wants uh, to have a, a big presence in this area, in the Tampa Bay area as well. And Coach Rumpf, what a high-energy guy. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I heard him speak, and he's outstanding. Yeah. So I know he'll do a good job mm-hmm. of recruiting. All right, let's uh, circle back around uh, to the Riverview game and talk about uh, – Cody, when you were in high school out at the ranch, did you play against Riverview at all? No, we did not. Did not. So will this be your first uh, trip down to the Ramble? Yes, sir. Well, well let me rephrase that. As a uh, JV program my freshman year, we did play against them. Okay. All right. It's, uh, John, it's uh, – you know, quite a facility. Back in the day, you would go down there. It was quite intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be packed. And uh, Now, did you? They weren't in our district, but we played against them, right, I, I believe? believe? Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. But, uh, you know, it's kind of fallen off a little as of late, but it's always – it's not an easy place to play. No, it's not. And, and uh, you know, obviously playing on the road as well, they're going to be excited. It's a big game for, for both of us. So it should be a good environment. Now, what are – We've been able to jump on our opponents uh, in these district games, and that's a, such a huge thing to, to get a lead. Uh, and I know that you're counting on doing the same thing. Yep. Now, talk a little bit about the offense and how it's evolved. And we talked to Cody about the offensive line, but uh, A.J. continues to really run that read option well, I think. Yeah, he's doing a great job with that. And, and we actually were, were kind of joking about it uh, today at practice. You know, we – we started out the year where a lot of teams were, were closing down on the on the edge, forcing the gives to our perimeter runs, whether it was Reggie on a sweep or Lorenz or, or KP. But uh, the last you know three weeks or so, four weeks, um, teams have really tried to uh, stay wide and get width on, on those runs, on our motions. And, and it's opened up some great holes for, for A.J., and he's taking full advantage of it. But... Uh, you know, he's just he's, he's making smart decisions um, with the run, when to give, when to pull, and, and he's making good good decisions um, in the pass game. You know, we didn't have a whole lot of passes. through threw 11 times, yeah. which is, is probably more than half of, you know, less than half of what we've thrown at, you know, our typical games. And so, uh, but, you know, threw for uh, almost 73% completion percentage and, and is just doing a nice job with, with putting the ball uh, into our guys' hands. And we've got – we got guys all over the field that can that can do something with it. We had five kids score touchdowns with, including AJ Friday night, and it just kind of goes to show that we've we've got guys on the perimeter um, that can that can do something with it when it gets in their hands. Cody, what's it like for an offensive lineman uh, to have all these weapons 
they can just break it at any time. I mean, you, you just need a crease, basically. That makes you look right a lot. <laughs> That's for sure, yeah. No, it's, it's uh, you know, you got different options. It gives you different different ability to do things, you know, different ways. So so the offensive line at times, it, it can be frustrating because when we run zone and they throw the bubble screen out the back, well, now the O-lines, I hate to say they block for nothing, but that's how they feel at times. So it's, right. it's, just, it's just part of the process. I ran the same offense in college, so I, you know, you know how it goes. You did. So, okay. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, you know, you look at what that's allowed us to do, particularly in our run game. You know, Lorenz is averaging almost eight yards a carry right now. Um, AJ's averaging almost six. KP on his runs has, has been uh, at ten yards a carry. So, um, all, overall, for the course of this season, we're averaging over seven yards a carry, um, which, which is great. I mean, you know, every two handoffs we've got a first down. And so, um, because we've got the ability to stay balanced, um, you know, work the middle of the field, work the perimeter, uh, it's, uh, it's opening up some nice run lanes, uh, and, and the guys up front are doing a great job with, with maintaining and sustaining their blocks. Uh, we, we started to throw the ball more this year. Cody, I always like to get an offensive lineman's perspective on this, you being the coach. What are your guys, uh, you think they like run blocking or pass blocking better? Uh, well, in, in terms of their grades, without question, pass blocking. <laughs> You know, it's much easier to get a plus on a pass block than it is a run block. But, but I think with the mentality that those guys have, they, you know, they get a little bit bored on the pass protection side of things. They, they truly enjoy contact. You know, they like to attack. And, uh, you know, passing is passive. It is what it is. So. Right. All right. Now, John, we just got a few minutes left. And, and I've been remiss in not mentioning our junior varsity team. So mm -hmm. I want to hit on that uh, because we got a big game coming up uh, Thursday night. That's right. Last home game. We just we've been destroying people for the most yeah. part. Uh, yeah, they, they've looked they look really really good. Um, coach Mike Barrett, this is his first year as, as a head coach. He's been an assistant, uh, working both sides of the ball, um, and as a coordinator as well. And, and uh, this is his first year as a head coach, and, and uh, they're undefeated right now and, and playing really well. And and uh, you know, really looks good. You know, it's exciting to see some of our young kids that, that have the playmaking ability that they're showing. Uh, week in and week out. Now, what was the score of the Venice game? They had over 50 points, I think, didn't they? Yeah, I want to say it was uh, 50, 55 to 20-something. Wow. Yeah. And, and who did they play on Thursday? They'll, they'll play, uh, we host Palmetto. This will be our last home game. And, uh, yeah, Palmetto coming in. So we need to have everybody come out. Absolutely. It, and, and I want to tell everybody about there's a there's a future running back that uh, for varsity that, that, mm -hmm. that everybody is talking about, John, and uh, it, it's probably worth your while to come out and watch everybody but uh, kind of see what this young man has. Yeah, I think uh, his name's Keon Fordham. He's, he's had a, a terrific season for them, and, and uh, he's working a little bit with us. Um, we're, we're, we're sprinkling him into the, to the varsity practice and, and, you know, getting used to the tempo and the physicality of, of a varsity, you know, football team, and uh, he's doing a nice job. Uh, you know, he's very explosive, and, and uh, he, he's, <laughs> I don't know, statistically, he's, he's probably close to four or five touchdowns a game. And, uh, you know, just uh, he's going to be a he's going to be a future star for us, and, and we're looking forward to him, uh, among others. We've got a lot of talented kids on, on that team, and, and really we've got a lot of ninth graders that we moved up, um, you know, to the JV this year and, and uh, really stepped into some prominent roles. And he's a freshman, too. He's a, he's a ninth grader as well. Cody, have you been eyeballing the young offensive lineman? Oh, yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah, I catch all the freshman JV games if, if possible. Um, you know, that's that's the future of the program. So. And we got some nice size with with, uh, with those young linemen, too. Yeah, they came in with, with uh, 
some big beef over there. That's right. That's what we need. Uh, all right, gentlemen, um, Cody, who, who does Western Kentucky have this week? Do you oh, know? I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they got a big game coming up, but mm-hmm. I can't. Might even be an SEC team. Tell you what, their quarterback's playing well. Brandon Dowdy. Yep. Yeah, they're, uh, they've only lost one game. Mm-hmm. So what about, how's your alma mater doing up in Kansas, John? Not too good. Um, they're, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I know. I know. This is, uh, they went through a coaching transition. Last year they were 12-1, uh, and 12 and 1, I believe, uh, conference champs, and, and uh, uh, went through a coaching transition and, and I think, you know, struggling a little bit. And, uh Hopefully we can get back on the right track. Sitting at two and four right now. And your Chiefs got knocked off the other. They got knocked and off. And lost their running. And back. lost their running back. So they're uh, they're hurting as well. So hopefully they can bounce back too. Well, just <laughs> keep doing it with the Kings. There we right. go. All right. Well, that'll wrap up the show tonight. I want to thank everyone. Uh, Tom, uh, who won our trivia question tonight, and. Uh, Look, we've got a big next couple of weeks. We all need to head down to Riverview. That's right. Huge game against Sarasota Riverview where we can take a big step as far as uh, clinching the district. I want to thank everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. Uh, first of all, our players of the game, Matt Kissel and Cavius Price. For Gene Brown, Cody Hughes, John Booth, this is Dave Bristow. Until Friday night when we'll be on the air at 7 o'clock with a 7.30 kickoff. This is Dave Bristow. So long, everyone. the greatest nation on earth find out at america the truth friday november 6th and saturday november 7th at covenant life church sarasota come and make the connection between god our founding fathers and the birth of our country america the truth featuring william federer janet porter stephen mcdowell and rick scarborough november 6th and 7th at covenant life church sarasota sign up today click america at am930theanswer.com Hey, neighbor, it's me, that guy two desks away that never takes a sick day. Seriously, you could always count on me to show up, even if I feel terrible. Which reminds me, I have the flu, and if you're one of the 63% of people that didn't get their flu shot, you can get it from me. You really should get a flu shot at Rite Aid, where you'll also get a free cold and flu protection plan to protect you from people like me. Another reason Rite Aid says with us, it's personal. Flu vaccines available while supplies last. Aid restrictions apply in some states. See pharmacists for details. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.